0: The Big Church Podcast. Go ahead and be seated. And I've got two volunteers that I need to meet me down front, Brenda and Haley. And I have something I want to give to each of you. Oh, what is it? It's a quarter. Oh, great. And how much is a quarter worth? 25 cents. Okay, and what is on your side of the quarter? Tails. What's on your side of the quarter? Heads. Heads. Thank you, guys. And that quarter has one side that looks completely different from the other side. But that quarter still has the same value. It still has the same worth so it doesn't matter that there's two sides of the coin it equals the same and today I want to challenge us that it's the same for our black brothers and sisters and the white brothers and sisters we're the same we have the same value to God and I'll tell you I know that it is hard to speak wisdom in this time How do you speak in a time where there's nothing but division going on? It doesn't matter if it has to do with race, with um, your political party, your sexual orientation. It doesn't matter. I mean, even in homes, we've got people that husbands against wives and teenage girls hating on their mamas. And we're in a time where division is running rampant. And we're also in a time where we're full of offense. Oh, you don't agree with me? Well, I don't like you anymore. And we get on defense mode and attack mode. And listen, I don't agree with all y'all. But I love you the same. And you don't agree with me on everything. And it is okay. Unity is coming together for the same purpose. And I'll, 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 I want to back up to this, the beginning of this week. I was getting a head start. Do you guys like getting head starts where you feel like you're you're ahead of the game and a little more prepared? Well, I got a head start a little over a week ago, and I had started writing my message for this morning. So by Tuesday morning, I'm going, yeah, I'm done. I'm on cruise through the rest of this week. I'm so pumped. And I woke up Tuesday morning, and there was a stirring in my spirit. And I didn't know why, but I know the one. And I knew it was the Holy Spirit trying to tell me something. I just didn't know what he was going to say. So um, I never do morning appointments the week that I'm preaching because that's my preparation time. But I had scheduled one because I was ahead of the game, right? And so what I ended up doing is I went to that appointment. I came back and I opened my laptop and I was like, I'm ready to go. And nothing came and that stirring was just still rolling around, and um, for those of you that know me well, you know I love the ocean, and it's my favorite body of water, Uh, but we're a few miles away from the ocean, right? So I go down to the creek, Floyd's Fork, Creek. I was like, okay, God, I know you always speak to me when I'm near water. And so I just went down there. I jumped down on a rock and I just began to pray in the spirit. And guess what? I did take my laptop and guess what? It was like a download. And I sat at my computer listening to what the Holy Spirit was saying. And I was typing so fast. I could not keep up with what he was saying. So today I'm going to ask you to drop your sides. I don't want you coming in here as Democrat or Republican, black or white, husband or wife. I want us to come together in unity today. And I want us to look to the author and the finisher of our faith. I love when Jesus moves like this. I've been in prayer all week and um, I was asking the Lord, God, I certainly do not want to be your vessel that brings more offense or more division. So you got to give it to me. They've got to be your words and not my words. And I've got to tell you, People hated Jesus because he spoke the truth in love. They hated him. The church folk, and I'm going to pray that it's none of us, but the church folk, the Pharisees, came against Jesus all of the time. And I made up my mind that Tuesday that if you're going to hate me, it's going to be because I stand on the word of God and that I love God and I love people well. You see that quarter had a heads and a tails sign. This side that we need to take right now is not on a quarter. It's his side. We need to do more than just talk. Yes, let's talk about the problems. We need to talk about the problems, but we've got to do more than that. We've got to become part of the solution. One of my favorite things about our church is diversity. Now look around. We have some room to grow. But we continue to come to the table and we have conversations so that we can grow our diversity here at Big Church. And you guys, we've got to be intentional about it. We've got to have these conversations. You know, as you looked around, we don't look the same. We don't think the same. Some of us have different convictions than others. But as we come to the table, God can do something with that. And I'll let you know, even with this message, it was a download from God. But before I brought it to you, I brought it to my black brother, Pastor Brandon. And I said, please, you know my heart. I don't want to say anything do anything speak something that would cause division with my black brothers and sisters and at the end he said it's beautiful change a couple of little things here and I was like thank you Jesus thank you that I heard your voice and not the voice of the world thank you that I heard your voice and didn't bow to culture. Thank you that I heard your voice and didn't listen to Facebook and and Instagram, but I heard you, Jesus. And I'm going to speak your word. We're living in weird times and scary times. And I mean, my goodness, we just came out of, uh, I don't know, are we out of? i don't know um we, we just came out of a pandemic or in the middle of a pandemic whatever um but we're living in weird times there is so much division and hatred and offense and it's everywhere there's political parties denominations you guys there's denominations church folk hating on other church folk arguing. You guys, we are known by our love is what the word says. Some people say that we're living there and we are starting to look an awful lot like Matthew 24. I'm not going to read it to you. I'm going to read parts of it to you. Go home and study that this week. We are starting to look like that. In the message version, Matthew 24, 9 through 10 says, they are going to throw you to the wolves and kill you. Everyone hating you because you carry my name. And then going from bad to worse, it will be a dog eat dog. Everyone at each other's throat. Everyone hating each other. We're there. When the church can't get along with the church up the street because we're so jealous or we're so afraid that somebody's gonna go somewhere else, what are we doing? When Christians are hating Christians, what are we doing? When we get on our soapbox thinking, well, uh, that pastor's wrong and that church is wrong, what are we doing? We are partnering with the enemy. The Bible says that they'll know We're Christians by our love. love. It's not our complaining. It's not our disagreements. It's nothing else. It's by our love, people are going to know who we are. So we're either pointing people to Jesus or we're pointing people to the evil one. Matthew 24, 12 through 13 says, sin will run rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. We're there, but the one, the ones who will endure till the end shall be saved. You see, the devil has no new tricks, He's been using division from the very beginning of time. Let me take you back to the garden. Oh, his number one idea was, hey, if I can trick Eve into eating from this tree, or Adam, it just happened to be Eve. Uh, if I can trick her into eating this tr- from this tree, guess what? It's gonna divide them from me. And then... The very first two brothers, Cain and Abel, they got in a disagreement because Jesus, God loved Abel's sacrifice more than, more than Cain's. So Cain says, okay, out with you, killed him. Then we have Jacob and Esau. They were fighting even in the mother's womb is what the Bible says. They were struggling then. They come out and then Jacob tricks Esau into his birthright. All because dad liked one more than the other and they were in competition to get their parents' attention. All over a bowl of soup. And let's not forget the jealousy and division between Joseph and his brothers. They hated him so much because dad liked him and he had that beautiful coat of colors that what happened there is they threw him in a a little thing, a pit, (laughs) and hoping it would kill him. And when it didn't, they went and sold him into slavery And what about the woman at the well? People hated her so much that she had to go to get water in the hottest part of the day. The Jews. We're against the Gentiles. And I could go on and on and on and on. But the Bible says in Galatians 3.28, there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Can I just tell you that there are some denominations that don't But you know what? We are not to be man pleasers, but God pleasers. We are like that quarter. We look different, but we have the same value. I love the quote by A.W. Tozer. He said, a scared world needs a fearless church. Church, let's be fearless It is time for us to step up and stop being silent. We try so hard in church to be politically correct, like I can't offend that group and I can't offend that group. Listen, we're not here to please anybody but Jesus. And as the world is so loud The church has become quiet because of political correctness. And I'm here to say at Big Church, we're going to stand. What is right will be right. And that's what we're going to fight for. And what is wrong is wrong. I don't know where you stand on the race issue today. But I certainly hope you're standing with God. No matter what the social issue is, racism, abortion, can I just go there for a second? We got people that are like, "Oh yeah, we've got a we all lives matter, black lives matter, or whatever they're say, whatever you're standing on." But abortion, if all lives matter, let's worry about kids that aren't even born yet. Come on, we cannot. The, the Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So we can't pick and choose, baby. We cannot pick and choose. God is not okay with what happened to George Floyd. God is not okay with what happened to Breonna Taylor. God is not okay with what happened to a He is not okay. But God is also not okay that we're going down and we're destroying businesses. <laughs> He's not okay that we're spitting on police officers. We're not against any side. We're against what's wrong. And there's bad and good in every situation. And we're going to be against what's evil. The word says, turn the other cheek. And that doesn't mean that we sit back and take it. It means we stand up and say, Enough is enough. We protest. We pray. We do our part to make a difference. And you know, I know some of you, protesting is not your thing. It's okay. Can I just let you off the hook today? It's okay if that's not your thing, but what is not okay is you to sit back and do nothing. What does that look like? Is it coming to the table with our black brothers and sisters and saying, hey, how are you doing? How can we help this? What can we do to work in unity with you? You can have conversations with your kids. Listen, I've seen it. You all seen it on on social media. But people don't, they're not born racist. It's taught. So let's have the conversations that matter. The Bible says to be angry, but sin not. Oh, let, 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 let me just tell you about Hot mama here, and I don't mean any other way but my head. Sometimes I literally have a hot head and I pop off my mouth. God's been working on me. He has. He has. Used to, I mean, somebody would say something and I'd want to say something back. But uh, God's worked on me. I don't do that anymore. I read it and I go, Phew. okay. <laughs> but we cannot give into the anger that you might be experiencing we can't do that so what does the lord require out of us micah 6 8 says no oh people the lord has told you what is good and this is what he requires of you to do what is right to love mercy and walk humbly with your god And we don't have this version in our system, but let me read to you 1 Corinthians 13, four through eight. This love of which I speak is slow to lose patience. It looks for a way to become constructive. It is not possessive. It is neither anxious to impress, nor does it cherish inflated ideas of its own importance. Love has good manners and does not pursue selfish advantage. It is not touchy. It does not keep account of evil or gloat over the wickedness of other people. On the contrary, it is glad with all good men when truth prevails. Love knows no limit. To its endurance no end to its trust no fading of its hope it can outlast anything it is in fact the one thing that still stands when all else has followed fallen jesus does see color he made us that way but yet he made it us just like that quarter Looking different, but having the same value. Brothers and sisters in the kingdom. If you wear the name of Christ, and what that looks like is you claim Christian, well, you know, you put it on your resume, you put it on your wall, you put it on everything. I'm a Christian. Okay, well, then it's time that we start looking like it. It's time today that we examine ourselves because here is the definition of racist. A person who shows or feels discrimination against people of other races, someone who believes that a particular race or people is superior to another. I can honestly say, if I were to get pulled over going on, on my way home, that I'm not fearing that because of the color of my skin that I'm gonna be assumed dangerous. I'm not fearing that I've gotta keep my hands up here because they might think something different. But I also don't think that it's fair that we lump bad police in the same place that we lump police. You see, nothing in this world or your own life will ever change as long as you bury your head in the sand and think that there's no problem. It doesn't matter if it's race, abortion, your own marriage, an addiction, depression, you will remain the same. Until the pain of remaining the same is greater than the pain of change. I'm going to say it again for those in the back. You will remain the same until the pain of remaining the same is greater than the pain of change. It's time to change. We must absolutely quit pointing fingers to side, to side, to side and become the solution as long as you're comfortable as long as you want your own will and your own way, Pastor Rich alluded to that last week, as long as they're playing my song, as long as I like that message all amen, whatever it is as long as you feel entitled, as long as you don't see people as equal and as long as you don't care what you say or what you do and how it makes others feel you, baby will not grow you're gonna stay the same This is not a race issue. It is a sin issue. And don't hear what I'm not saying. Racism is evil. It's from the pit of hell. It's wrong and we're not standing for it here at Big Church. Yes, I'm angry. But racism is a sin issue. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are fighting against powers and principalities, and the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He is like a roaring lion seeking who he can destroy. And Americans, he's destroying us. White people, black people, he's destroying us. He's getting us against one another. toward black people you're partnering with the devil if you're hating on cops you're partnering with the devil if you're letting your anger to cause you to sin you are partnering with the devil and if you're hating anyone you are no different than Derek Chauvin who knelt down on George Floyd's neck ladies and gentlemen we don't think it's that big of a deal. But when we remain silent, when we don't stand up for what's right and stand up and not allow what's wrong to happen, we are partnering with the devil. Second Chronicles 7.14. And you guys, some of you guys, I already can read your mind. You're like, oh, Again. Oh, this scripture, it's everywhere. But listen, the Bible says not to be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And if you're doing it, God's going to heal our land. We ain't doing it. We're hearers of it. We're readers of it. Oh, here we go again. But let me go here again. Then if my people, the the people that wear the name Christian, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. The president can't change it. The governor can't change it. The mayor can't change it. And the AC. L-U can't change it. There's only one person that can change it and it goes by the name of Jesus and that's who we need to be partner with. Church, we have a responsibility to be a part of the change. I'm not saying big church. I'm saying the capital C church. I'm a wee bit weary of churches that go, well, I can't work with them because they have a woman preacher. They're not saying that. Okay, but I'm, I'm making a point. We cannot get so wrapped up in our doctrine that we forget that it's about his kingdom. It's not about our little kingdom that we're building in our own little church. It's time to come together in unity, turn from our wicked thoughts and ways and watch God heal our land. Our really good friend, Pastor Jason shared a note on his Instagram this week. He probably did it on Facebook too, but I saw it on Instagram. And it said, we need to be careful that when we're praying for unity, it's not that they calm down out there, but praying for unity that, you know what? We may need to put ourselves in their shoes and go on over to their side and join them. Don't forget The heads and tails on that quarter has the same value, just as whites and blacks do today. So let's read Ephesians 4.31. It tells us, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of behavior. Now, you know, I know some of you in here are going, I don't know what to do. I really, I don't know what to do. If you have not surrendered your life to Jesus, there's the first step of unity. Get back in union with the Father. And I want to make this as comfortable as I can for you. If you'll go ahead and stand, they're going to dim the lights. And I want you to examine your heart and say, do I have a relationship with the Lord? Like, is he my king? I want you to slip up your hand if that's you. And you wanna make the first step towards unity. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, thank you, Lord. I'm gonna have you guys pray this prayer after me. Say, dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I ask that you forgive me. Heal my heart. Heal my mind. I believe that you died on a cross for me. And today I choose you. In Jesus' name. And there's some of you out there that's like, wow, I didn't ever know that it was really that bad because again the church has been silent the church is not silent anymore and today I want to ask you to do your part I'm going to ask you to make a move I want you if you're wanting Jesus to conquer this. I want you to make a move, whether it's step out of your, out of your uh, seat into the aisle, come down front, but we're gonna pray in unity for God to heal our land. And some, we need to repent for what we've thought, for what we've done, and watch God move. Would you join me?